From the suburban sprawl of New Jersey to the shores of eastern Pennsylvania, the Delaware River, this is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I am your host, Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 246, Chaos in the Stadium of Lost Souls. Yes, we uh, obviously with the playoff game coming up this Wednesday, we're doing a very special afternoon show, uh, the morning after the end, or the afternoon rather, after the end of the regular season. Uh, If I had written that little intro out, I'm sure it would have sounded better. So Jason, unfortunately, right now is at a bakery convention, so he cannot join us this afternoon. Uh, so me and Truman will take you through yesterday's recap and into Wednesday's prediction. So hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into it. Yesterday, the Red Bulls finished out their season with a 2-1 win in the final game of all time and RFK, at least final soccer game in RFK. Who knows? They might use it for something else. Um, and went 2-1 with a pretty much a B roster. Um, you know, no Sasha question, no Danny Royer, uh, no BWP. So it was quite No Felipe. No Felipe, that's right. I knew there was somebody else. Right? The man who plays every game. Yeah. So um, it was quite an interesting affair. Um I guess we might as well get right into it. Uh, what did you dislike about this one? I, you know, I kind of wanted to do my dislike second, but I will. I will start with this. Mm-hmm. Um, the behavior of some Red Bull fans after this game was fucking disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Now, Pat, I don't know if you saw anything uh, that I posted. I know uh, you saw a couple things, but... Yeah. We bitch and moan as Red Bull fans, and we make fun of Smurf fans when they go to stadiums and break seats, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's fucking childish behavior. Mm-hmm. So, of course, what did I see last night? Red Bull fans breaking seats and trying to take them home because clearly they think because it's the end, it's the last DC game that it's okay to do this. Yeah. Disgusting. Absolutely mm-hmm. disgusting. I counted one two, three, four, about five people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I saw two kids that were maybe 13 years old, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. They're trying to break seats. Yeah. Kids, two kids, because apparently everyone else was doing it. Right. Um, I, it, it's fucking disgusting, and you suck for doing it if you actually thought this was cool to do. I don't care where it was. I don't care whether it's RFK that it's, you know, the home of DC United, that it's the quote-unquote last game, that who knows if they'll ever use these seats again because, again, we were in the upper deck. Mm. It's disgusting. It's, it, uh, it really pisses me off. If you're going to bring something home, do what I did. Bring a small piece of concrete that had already fallen home with you. Use that as a souvenir because that's already right. broken. We didn't break it. That was there. Exactly. The place is actually falling apart. So if something had already fallen apart, take that home. Mm. Um, I thought that was, that was just fucking horrible. Oh, also, uh, some fans deciding to not only light a flare off, but then throw it into the lower bowl. Yeah. And exactly. I don't believe it hit any fans. I mean, I'm sure I can go onto a Reddit thread and I'm sure I'll see more about it. Um, but you're not cool. You're not tough by doing that. If you want to light the flare off in your little 
section, hold it up and go, yeah, 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 whatever. I, I, I really don't care. Um, but when it gets thrown onto a field and, or when it gets thrown down where there could possibly be other fans walking around, you're an asshole. Come at me. I don't care. I don't care. There's nothing you can tell me that says you're not an asshole for doing that. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. Anytime when you risk uh, somebody else's safety, um, yeah, uh, go home and rethink your life. What if that, like, oh, okay, it fell and maybe hit an adult in the head. What if it fucking hit a kid in the head? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How cool are you then? You're the coolest, man. So I'll be I'll be very interested to see what happens after this. You know, you would have to kind of think uh, based on previous, um, you know, incidents where this happened for other fan groups. I mean, our our fans will simply uh, have a reduction in seats at Buzzard Point next year, or um, band altogether, at least for uh, at least for the first game away at DC next season. Which is a shame, because it looks like a really nice stadium, and it, it would probably be a great uh, game to bring a big presence to. Um, but hey, do the crime, do the time. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and we, should, we shouldn't be exempt uh, when similar punishments have been no, done. of course. And, and maybe what they didn't notice was that it was not only security up there, uh, there were MLS rep, uh, reps up there. Mm-hmm. So they saw it too. Yeah. So the league will definitely be, you know, be hearing about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, too bad for us, I guess. Uh, uh, I guess uh, I might just like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I wasn't there, so I didn't really get to experience anything along those lines. I mean, I did see the flare afterwards. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'll just double down on that. Um, you know, That was on TV? No, I saw the tweet that was sent. Oh, okay, out. okay. Of uh, Sandy, a good friend of the show, Sandy Kondratenko's mother, I guess, took the picture. Yeah, of the, of the flare getting thrown off the uh, the second deck. So, um, yeah, you know, it's come on, guys. You know, we we try to pride ourselves in being well behaved. Uh, all right. Well, with that, uh, why don't we go into what we like about this match? Uh, take it away. Yeah. All right. Well, I will say first, uh, I had a really fun time being there. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, our co-host Jay was there with me. I received my my. Title belt. I'm doing the title belt gesture, which no one can see, but that's what uh-huh. I'm doing right now. Title belt gesture. Uh-huh. Uh, I got the belt, which I'm going to put my name on somehow. I don't. I'm not going to get a plastic plate, but I'll figure out a way to get my name on it. And he was nice enough to give me a Rutgers bobblehead and a Rutgers football autograph football. All right. So thanks, Jay. I really appreciate them. I'm sitting over here on my dresser right now. I have to figure a way to put the ball down. But let's talk about the actual game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we should probably talk about the game because that's what happened on the field. You couldn't ask for a better way to close down RFK. <laughs> you send out the B squad. Mm-hmm. The, beast, the, the beast of B squads with, with this Robles and Mawil. Yeah. You give them hope <laughs> when they score first right towards the end at the first half, and oh my god, of course they score at the end of a half, because apparently that's what they've been doing to us the past couple games. Uh, And they are pumped at halftime, and they're having a little halftime fun, and then the Red Bulls promptly uh, throw two goals back in their face in the second half. Should have had a goal, but uh, Verone did have that penalty kick saved. Um, The the Murillo goal, that was an 
absolute thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. And you should watch that over and over again oh, because yeah. uh, those two guys look like they've been playing together for like 10 years. Yeah. Him and uh, that was what, Keita, I think, right? Had the yeah, assist. Yeah. It was just those two. Yeah, Yeah, those two. Boop, 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 back and forth. And then just the little chip in the goalie's face right over his head. Oh, man. Absolutely gorgeous. That was so, so pretty. Uh, And also, I should top it off that uh, Acosta gets sent off for being a jerk and pretty much kicking at Mawil and then shoving Robles right in the chest. Mm -hmm. And Robles was great. Robles had his arms out. In his face, arms out, didn't touch him. Yep. You know? And we're screaming. We're like, all right, this card's got to come and boom. I mean, it came out so fast. So they had to play the rest of the game 20 minutes uh, down a man. Their big, big parade spoiled. Ah, wonderful. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to go and say, yeah, same with, like, I mean, you kind of covered a little bit of everything, but I'm going to go specifically with that goal uh, between Mario and Keita. Um, you know, Keita, obviously, we, I'm sure, I didn't go on Twitter, but I'm sure it was blowing because I was watching on my phone and I couldn't really access Twitter. Uh, but I'm sure it was blowing up with everybody calling to uh, replace Sasha Question with Keita. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean, the, you mean the league's leading assist leader, that guy? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, I'm sure Keita is now the uh, the hero of the week. Uh, but it was an absolute thing of beauty. Um, you know, I mean, Mario is supposed to be a defender, and he hasn't done very well at that. But that was pretty. What he did yesterday, for sure. Um, definitely a goal of the week candidate. Uh, we'll see if it wins. It should be interesting to see. Um, one thing I think I kind of want to double down is, uh, despite the missed penalty kick, Gonzalo Verón, once again, a force. Yeah. This game. Uh, what has to happen to get him out of the doghouse. I have no idea. Um, you know, in the recent months, he has been playing lights out, and it seems like a trio up top of him, Royer, and BWP would be extremely valuable and dangerous in these playoffs. Hopefully we see it. Hopefully Marsh finally realizes it. Um, you know, Verone looks like he's enjoying himself which apparently was one of the big issues with him getting bench time before was that he was not. Um, yeah, I, I hope this was enough, you know. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I fully, I pretty much fully expect him not to start on a Wednesday night. So. I, I think if, if uh, Jesse has shown us anything, that that's exactly what would happen. But it would be, it would be a nice sneak attack for them mm-hmm. to come at, uh, their playoff opponent who we'll get to mm-hmm. um, if they did throw him out there in the starting lineup. But then I think the only worry would be who comes off the bench. That that I think that's always the issue is that he is the best player off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that would be the only issue. I think superstar Muhammad Keita. Yeah, he should come out. Woo! Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did we get any tweets? Or... Uh, we got some retweets, but that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't no, help. Yeah, we can't just reread what we wrote. <laughs> All right, so prediction standing. Schumann is the winner. He was the winner as of last week. Uh, 20, he finishes the season with 22 points. I come in at second at 16, and Jason is 14. Um, I don't have a belt, even though I've won in the past. <laughs> um, I never have, which is a shame. Um, so I guess that brings us to the playoffs. 
It is time for the one-off wild card round. Uh, we will be playing this Wednesday in Chicago at 8.30 p.m. The match will be on Fox Soccer 1. Uh, for those who are kind of curious what we're going up against, uh, the Golden Boot winner happens to be at Chicago, uh, Nemanja Nikolic. 24 goals, four of which are PKs. And uh, behind him, it gets not too shabby with Akam, who has 14 goals. Uh, for the season, Rebels played Chicago twice. They drew away. A 1-1, which is a bit of a, a good sign. And they won at home, uh, 2-1. Um, so hopefully maybe they can bring some of that winning presence in Chicago. Truman, what do you think is going to happen this Wednesday? Well, I'm going to continue the the, uh, the tradition of not making an actual prediction <laughs> for the playoffs. Yeah. But I think as you watched the Red Bulls game, and you watch these scores constantly change. And good God, they were constantly changing. I mean, you didn't know who we were going to play. It was NYCFC. It was Atlanta. Then it was back to New York. Then it was back to Atlanta. And then the one team I didn't think we were going to end up playing. We're actually playing Chicago. It was like the one option I, I actually didn't think was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I, somehow it did. Uh, I think you have to like their chances in this game. because. As you said, they didn't lose to them this year. They actually got a draw uh, in Chicago in a place that's – people want to bitch about the Red Bulls, but, again, this is a place that's kind of sparsely attended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this is a playoff game, so you would think that their fans are going to show up. But, I mean, they were a really good team. They were absolutely red hot to start the year, and uh, – I don't know. The fans are there, so I'm not expecting like a cauldron of insanity. Right. Uh, fan-wise, team-wise, Royer is back, and I think we could say he is back. Yeah. Oh, he is sure. back to being Daniel Royer. That we were, you know, that was the one question mark when he came back from being hurt. He's back to his old form. Uh, Bradley never lost form, so you don't have to worry about that. And we do have the assist leader. I think they have an absolutely great chance to win this game after that. Oh, boy. I mean, we all know that if they win, they would have to play Toronto. Mm -hmm. Then the gloves are off. But I think if you're going to ask for an opponent, I think this is the opponent you wanted to play. Mm -hmm. It it really, really is. Yes, they have two fantastic goal scorers. Mm -hmm. Um, But the Red Bulls, they did well against them. And the Red Bulls do play pretty good defense as of late. Um, aside from that, whatever that was against DC, uh, they haven't been giving up a lot of goals. So I, I, yeah, I mean, I really, really like their chances at this game. I, I think, I think Royer just makes such a big difference, um, for them. I don't know who I hope will wheel is not on this starting lineup. I don't think he's going to be. And, if you don't like the play of Tyler Adams now, then what can I tell you? Are there is there anybody who doesn't like the play of Tyler Adams? Yeah, I mean he has been the reason we didn't need Dax McCarty. Yeah, wow. Yeah, if there's anyone out there who doesn't like the play of Tyler Adams, uh, I want to know what drugs you're taking. Uh, and then I want to <laughs> get you help. Really <laughs> and and this is a very you know he's how old? 18, 19 years old. Believe eighteen. Yeah. So he's not worn out after the season. And I think that is a huge help. And of course, 
resting all these players, I think, was absolutely massive too, especially especially now that you find out that it's Wednesday. So that was big, was giving them this game off. So, yeah, I, I think they actually have a, a fantastic chance to win this game. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with – I'm going to predict the win, uh, even though I think my gut is telling me the opposite. But uh, because, hey, why not? Let's, let's just win, baby. Um, you know, I, I think you're right. I think they do match up pretty well with Chicago. Uh, I don't think they feel very threatened by Chicago. Um, you know, them or Columbus, I think, would have been an all right team. Uh, hopefully they can get through this one because they will certainly have it. If they do, they certainly will have a daunting task with Toronto next. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, I think if, if Voyeur's out there, I, 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 again, think you should start Verone. Um, I think that gives you quite the offensive attack, a couple of BDB, BWP. Um, and you know, I think that the rebels could run away with it, uh, in that case. Um, that being said, I mean, Red Bulls have struggled in the playoffs in the last couple of years, uh, even in games they won. So I'm gonna, I, I am gonna make an actual prediction. I'm gonna say one nothing win, um, and uh, you know I can see both teams being a bit conservative, and then just one of those fluky goals coming through um, to get the win. So that is my prediction. Uh, if you live in the Union County Scotch Plains area. I do believe I will be at Derby Road this week uh, with my friend Keith Woodfin, um, and I, so if you any of any of you are in the area, by all means, come on out. Uh, let's have a good have some beers, and no matter the result, just support the team and have some fun. Yeah, I was really hoping this game was going to be on Thursday, so I did not have to be at work yeah. watching it. You know, kind of a distraction. I guess I'll have to record it too, just in case I miss stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bit of a bummer. I was like, please, Thursday, please, Thursday, please, Thursday. Fuck! <laughs> you can always call, come down with the mumps, you know? And that seems to be going around, but I have not been in a WWE locker room, so. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> if I was, that was probably a good chance of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, for the rest of the wildcard round, uh, out west, uh, Vancouver will be playing uh, San Jose on Wednesday night after the Red Bulls. That will be on Unimas. Uh, Thursday night's slate will be Atlanta versus Columbus on ESPN2, followed by Houston and SKC also on Unimas. Uh, are there more Spanish speakers out west or something? I, I don't know. They, good question. They're getting some heavy Unimas there. I don't know. They got the late night stuff. Yeah. So, uh, who, who, do you, who do you think's the, the one away team that, get, that has a good, the best chance of winning? Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to go with SKC, I think. Um, Houston, yeah, I mean, they've been a solid team. They've got a great stadium, but they don't draw all that well. So I'm definitely going to go to SKC. I mean, Vancouver and Atlanta are both cauldrons for Columbus and San Jose to walk into. So in terms of the fan support just not being there, um, I think SKC has the best chance for sure. Yeah, I'm with you. And I want to throw this out at you, too. So San Jose qualified, okay, for the playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, they finished under 500. Oh, fantastic. But I want you to guess what their goal differential was. If yeah. you don't know what it is, I want you to take a guess. Well, you already made – you have me thinking it's in the negative. Negative uh, 10? No. No? I'll give you one more guess. I'll, I'll just negative. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to read your no. 
Five? How about a minus 21? Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, minus 21. Wow. 39 goals for 60 goals against. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, <laughs> you, can, you can bitch and moan about the, uh, them needing to change things up for the playoffs, but uh, uh, MLS does love that money, so it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I would say San Jose definitely then not having a real chance in Vancouver. But, hey, stranger things have happened. It is this league. We've seen uh, balls go off posts two times on penalty kicks, so right. and on one shot. So you don't know what the hell could happen. Yeah. So we shall see. Yep. Uh, dumping ground. Uh, the U- U- U.S. U-17s bowed out in the quarterfinals to England. They lost 3-1. to one. Um, they, had a, they had a good run in this tournament. Uh, hope for the future for national team fans. Uh, considering that we are now playing for five years away from now, um, don't be shocked if some of these kids, maybe like Josh Sargent, uh, makes a, an appearance next month uh, against Portugal in that friendly, which, frankly, pretty much nobody on that team should be over the age of 25. No, for sure. Plays Portugal. I mean, may, maybe you bring one or two vets to kind of show the kids the ropes, but, um, you know, it, it's you're playing for five years from now. Um, you want that team to be as young as, young as possible. Uh, I like that they were clearly playing on a cricket field. Oh yeah, well, cricket's a big deal in India. So, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, I mean it's it's their sport. They absolutely love it. But I thought that was funny. You're looking at like, yeah, this is clearly. A, I don't know if they call that a pitch in cricket, but I'm like, this is this is a cricket stadium right here. Yeah, yeah, and kudos to the Indian fans. Every game I watched, the stadiums were usually pretty packed. So, I mean that that's not something you usually see at these youth tournaments. So, uh, kudos to the Indian fans. For yeah, they sure. were into it for sure. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, well, let's. Uh, move on to our weekly thing. Uh, terrible team of the week. Take it away. Yeah, last last uh, terrible team of the year, and uh, I think they were at least a, a one time, maybe two time loser, and that's Orlando, who got absolutely housed by a really bad team in Philly, six to one. Oof. I mean, I guess Philly fans went home happy because it was their their last home game of the year, but woof, yes. all the hype early on. With oh, Orlando, yeah. right? All the hype, all the check out our new stadium. We're the best. Mm-hmm. We're so wonderful. Yep. And this is like they've gotten destroyed many times this year. So, and uh, Kaka is done, right? Kaka is done. Um, what's his name? The Canadian kid took a step back. Kyle Laren took a step back this year, from my understanding. Uh, Dom Dwyer didn't light a fire under them. So, yeah, it was that. Oh. What a disappointing season for Orlando and Jason Christ. Well, and they will not be getting the All-Star game because I believe Atlanta is going to be getting that next that year. Wouldn't shock me considering uh, what we've seen out of Atlanta lately. Um, yep, that was, I think, the big news that was going to be announced with the Atlanta owners. So it's like, hmm, Don Garber, big announcement, Atlanta owners. Yeah, hmm, can't imagine. Maybe, maybe they're just like, doing some kind of uh, sacrifice to the soccer guys or something. I don't know. <laughs> They're sacrificing Jurgen Klinsmann. 
Okay. Every game's going to be played now here. All of them. Every MLS game is going to be played in Atlanta. I also like how they bragged about uh, this was the greatest attended uh, decision day in MLS history. Gadur, you added two teams and one plays in a new football stadium. Right. <laughs> Strange how that works. Crazy. Like our attendance yeah. is higher than it's ever been. It's like, yeah, you have two new teams. Right. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Shocker. Uh, good old MLS. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up uh, and get nice. out of here. You can follow us at onceametro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. You can give some of that money at patreon.com slash rebel rant. Email us at rebelrant at gmail.com. Give us a call at 973-348-5329. Facebook, facebook.com slash rebel rant. Twitter at Rebel Rant. Jason's at Dr. Stooge. I'm at PMAC DA2. Truman is at the Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Last words before we get out of here. Please make us happy uh, Thursday when we record again and win. Yeah, we, we don't want to do these this season finale so soon. So no. get out there and win. And uh, before we get out of here, as always, Thank you, Will Martins. Thanks, buddy. Well, thanking you for a couple more episodes, and then somebody else has to give us a dollar. That's right. Someone has to make that big sacrifice. (laughs) All right. For Truman, Jay, and myself, this has been episode 246 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lates.